0: I got it. I got it. I want it. I want it. I own it. I own it. I'm on it. I'm on it. Let's get it. Let's get it. I'm with it.
1: I'm with it. Yo, city. Yo, city. I'm in it. I'm in it. What they going to say now? What they going to say now? They really in the way now? Hey, what they going to say now? We living. What they going to say now? Shade. What they going to say now? They all gotta pay now. Yo, I can't just be giving out, free game. Where you been? Streets dried up, still Hot. pay came in the box filled. Woo.
0: And welcome to another edition of the Deliberation Sports Podcast. Coming to you wherever you may be, however you may be listening. We definitely appreciate y'all for checking us out once again. Of course, I am Josh Midget, along with the Deliberation Sports crew, Evan DeVold and Justice Bolden. Here with another fire edition. A lot of stuff to get into, everything from the NBA playoffs to basketball recruiting. Uh, everything is hot and heavy, man. Going to get right into it. Justice, let the people know how they can follow all things Deliberation.
1: They can follow us on Twitter at DeliberationST1. Also, we have the uh, Instagram and Facebook, Deliberation Sports Podcast. We also have the Facebook group, Deliberation Sports Community. And to subscribe, you can do so via Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and Spotify. Just look for Deliberation Sports Podcast.
0: That's it. That's it, man. We are everywhere that has a podcast, essentially. I even saw recently on Pod Bean as well. Whoever got the Pod Bean, y'all download that and check out the Liberation Sports podcast as well. So, you can hey, check us I, out on this. What's that? What the hell
2: is Pod Bean?
0: I don't know. It, I guess it's like, you know, it's a bean. You know what I'm saying? With podcasts in it. But I just saw, <laughs> I saw that we own that junk. So, <laughs> hey. <laughs>
1: hey. All man, those. Pocket caster is, is yeah. Pocket cans.
0: Can find the, the Pocket cans where you can find Deliberation Sports. We all over, man. The yeah, fans. we in your pocket. You know what I'm saying? So I just reach, just reach in there and there we are, the Deliberation Sports Podcast. Uh, but as I move on, because you can make a lot of jokes about that, uh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of stuff going on in the sports world. I'm going to start off with the NBA, man, because you know, we've been talking about this all season long. Getting into the semifinals of each conference. And uh it's interesting, man. It seems like it's really heating up now. Uh the game that just ended uh here on this Sunday night, uh, with the Nuggets and Trailblazers. This series is now tied two games apiece with the Denver Nuggets picking up a win at game four, one sixteen to one twelve in Portland. Uh so the series is tied two games apiece. Each team's got a victory on the other team's home floor. How are we feeling, man? Uh, you know, I know just as easy your boys. Uh, I'm pretty sure you want to hit this first.
2: Hey,
1: I said it coming into the series that Jamal Murray was capable of, of going toe-to-toe with Damian Lillard. I didn't go as far as saying he was better than him, but he can go toe-to-toe. And so far through three games, uh, or actually through four games, he is, he is doing exactly that. In the last two games on the road in Portland, 34 points apiece, and uh, down the stretch of this game in game four uh, against Portland, in which the, the Nuggets ended up winning 116 and 112, he knocked down some big free throws. Uh, but once again, another trip, a court, a triple-double from uh, Nikola Jokic, the Joker, 21-12 and 11. Uh, that game three, I don't want to forget about that. When Portland won that oh, overtime game, and uh, yep. Rodgers Hood really came off the bench, made some big shots. This series is, is being everything it was, it was expected to be, and I don't think a lot of, at least on my end, I don't think a lot of people believe in the Denver Nuggets. I mean, this has been my team all season, and, and of course, Murray and, and Nikola Jokic were right at the forefront of it. So uh, I, I'm definitely interested to hear what Evan has to say about my Nuggets now that they've got Damian Lillard, C.J. McCollum uh, in a 2-2 tie in a series that I think most would have gone into the this playoffs or gone to the Western Conference semi-final matchup, picking Daniel Lillard in the play.
0: You know what, I gotta say, you know, I'm curious what Evan thinks, but, you know, at first I looked at the Nuggets, man, I feel like, you know, at first they were like those McDonald's Nuggets, you know what I'm saying, that not real, they're really not real, you know what I'm saying, they're lying to us, but now I think they'd have moved up to at least Chick-fil-A grade, you know, real chicken breast type Nuggets, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> You know, with the barbecue dipping sauce, all of that. I feel like they done moved up in class now in in, in that category. So how are we feeling about that, E? Well, I
2: mean, I still think Portland will win the series. Uh, I'm not right. going to sit here and say, uh, come again, Josh, I'm sorry.
0: No, I said, I said oh, man, okay,
2: okay. Well, I'm not going to sit up here and, you know, make it seem like, the Nuggets are just killing Portland. I mean, it's not happening. I, I, I don't think, matter of fact, I got Portland winning game five, honestly, on the road. Uh, just okay. to be honest with you. Uh, I think within these next three games, uh Miller is just going to show how more superior he is than Jamal Mary. Uh period. I think Denver is a good young team. I really do. Uh, but I still feel like they're a key piece away. Uh I, I won't back off of that because they've tied a series 2-2. Let's not get it twisted either. Uh, it's not like they're beating the Warriors or they're beating a prominent NBA team in the, in, in the Portland Trailblazers. They literally only got one All-Star, period. And I don't think they're going to win the series. I really don't. So, I mean, Jamal Murray, he had a nice poster dunk <laughs> in the first quarter. Yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. Actually, you know, I'm actually watching it over again. But outside of that, man, I mean, it's 2-2. We got a good series, man. We had to there. And no love for my Nuggets, man. No love. <laughs> I mean, what you want me to say, they're going to the NBA Finals? I don't think so. I mean, and, they're, they're going to be a second-round exit. They're a good team. I, I said they're a good young team.
1: All I need them to do is get to the Western Conference Finals. But I just think that until they can take out Portland, until Murray can can get a series win, he's going to continue to be underrated. I believe that he's a guy that I think next season could could take that next step into becoming an all-star. but I, I don't think he's
2: underrated. I, I think he's a really good player. I really do. but He's not an all-star, for instance. um Our entire let's program. Let's look at it. In
1: the regular uh, season, 20 points a game, he's upped his average in, the, in this series to right around 30. I mean, he's playing at an all-star level, at least right now.
0: Who do you put – okay. The all-star
2: game has many, how many players? I
1: believe you get 24. I think it's
2: 12 and 12. 12-12. So, let's just go through the list. Who do you take him off for in the West? Are you going to take off Steph Curry? Are you going to well, take no. off Kevin Durant? Are you going to take off Russell Westbrook? Are you going to take off Dane Lillard? He's not an all-star. Period. Mike he- Curry played at an all-star level for eight years. He still won an all-star. Well, I
1: think what's going to happen, uh, he's going to take out Damon Lillard in this playoff. Uh, all-star or not. But, but of course, with the Denver Nuggets, it starts and stops with uh, Nikola Jokic. That's all I'm He He's the
2: guy.
1: He's the guy uh, yeah. Yeah. that does just about everything for that team. The biggest stat that jumped out at me in this game is Denver only turned the ball over eight times. Portland turned it over 14. And uh, Lillard was a minus 10 on, the, on or minus 8. And, my, and the rest of the starters were minus 10 plus. So, I, I'm not sure what's going on with Portland right now. They've been either feats or famine. But they're going to get, need to get more out of guys like Mo Harkless, Eamon Cantor, who only had five points. In fact, both of those guys combined for less than double figures. They're going to need to get more from that supporting cast if they're going to beat them. Well,
2: I'm going to tell you what the problem is. I mean, they're the same team that couldn't get out the first round for years. Yeah. Uh, they just went crazy. Uh, I still think this is the year that they'll get to the West Conference Final. But I'm going to tell you this. You're talking about Jamal Murray. <laughs> you know, we had three teams from our program. Uh, down in Birmingham this weekend, and I'm sitting down talking with a lot of coaches, and I'm telling them Jamal Murray is legit. They're like, no, he ain't. No, he ain't. He overrated. He overhyped. So I get it. I think he's a good player. I just don't think they're going to be poorly,
0: and he damn sure ain't better than Dame Lillard. Okay, so let, let me ask you all this, that as Evan first on this. So I almost feel like we're getting some Mike Conley vibes with Jamal Murray. Are we putting into in that tier? A player that's a fringe all-star, a guy that shows up in the playoffs, you know what I mean, can put up some numbers with some top guys, but he's not quite that – can you put him at that level?
2: I think he'll be better than Mike Conley. Yeah. yeah. I think he'll be better th- than Mike Conley. Uh, but that's – being better than Mike Conley still do not make you an all-star. Well, you, you look at it, I mean,
1: in his first playoff series, 22 – I mean, close post- – First, full season, 22 points a game, almost four rebounds, four assists,
0: uh,
1: shooting 45% from the field, 35 from three, and almost 90% from the free throw line. He's doing what he's got to do. And
2: it, it, it's ironic. Yeah, it seems like he's putting up LeBron numbers. I mean, he's putting up solid numbers, but he's putting up superstar numbers. I mean, he's doing good. Like, whatever. This ain't nothing to ride home about, man. Man, look, you got to go.
0: He Hey, Go ahead, he Doc. Just, go ahead, Doc. He, you got to give him some credit. man. I know I've been hard on the Nuggets, too, but the man looks legit. You know, he, he looks like a killer in the playoffs, man. And, you know, and I know these are just free throws, but just seeing how calm he is when the moment is big, you know, he just doesn't seem to get flustered or shaken. That's big-time stuff. That's big-time stuff.
2: Nobody's not saying that he's not a good player. Y'all on here trying to make it seem like he's the next coming to Jordan. He's a solid player. Like, he averaged 20 points a game. You know what I mean? The goddamn players average 20 points a game is in the playoffs?
0: I mean, so what?
2: Hey, good job. Win a damn series. That's that's when you get some respect. Win a series. Outside of that, man, don't don't come over here talking about making it seem like this man better than Dame, and he's supposed to be taking people spots on the All-Star team. Man, miss me with that. He's a good player. Like, okay, there's a lot of them.
1: All I know is this: the Nuggets are two free throws away from this being a 3-1 series. You you think about it. Jamal Murray goes 11 for 11, makes those free throws when it counts. Nikola Jokic uh, and Will Barton missed two free throws in that quadruple overtime where if they make those. And we'll Dane to Lillard, Lillard
2: missed a lot of free throws down the stretch. They could have won the game for Portland. Oh, well, so well, man. It's, it's, it's feast of famine for both. Dane Lillard missed four free throws down the stretch, too. They could have tied the game and took the lead. Come on, man. Come on, bro.
0: I'm going to say what was, what
2: was crazy. I mean, am me. I might right or wrong on that, though? I, I mean, it, free throw, no well, doubt. come on, man. Please. you you bringing it down to free throws. Come on, bro.
1: But I think that's more reason why he's being outplayed in this series.
0: What? Daniel free throws is, are fundamental.
1: Is being outplayed in this series against Jamal Murray.
0: Oh, okay. It's
2: a, not like he Evan some oh, shit I can't even respond to, man. Okay, you might well just say better than him. Like not- Jamal Murray can't do what the fuck Dame Lillard did in Oklahoma City. He can't. He ain't that type of ball player. He can't put a team on his shoulder. He can't. You feel me? If you put De- if you put Jamal Murray on Portland, Portland's probably not a playoff team. And replace him with Dame Lillard, they're probably not a playoff team. Period. He ain't that guy. Don't get this shit twisted because he riding another all-star coattail. When the pressure is on you and everybody's focusing on you, that's a whole different ball game, boss. That's what they ain't got to deal with. So don't get this, this little youngster doing what he's doing right now. Yeah, he's doing good. But by no, no means is he a dang willard. You think Jamal America be the focal point of a defense night in night out? That's the last to beat There'll be plenty more and more for his ass, too. Come on, man! You
0: gonna sit for and this man is better than dang. Put a, Josh, put a fucking pole up. Put a pole up. <laughs> hey, put a pole I up. I can do that. I right, can do, do that, man. I can to man. I can do that. I can do that now. Now, look, and I don't think. Now, just let me ask you this before we move on. Because we got a lot of other games to hit, to hit on. Did you actually say that Jamal Murray is better than Damian Lillard? No,
1: no. But I, I said. That he would impact the series in a better way And that they would win the series
2: correct bullshit. And
1: that he would outplay Lillard That's what I predicted coming into the series Is that he would outplay Lillard So, I, I so then
2: you're saying not, he's better now
1: he's, he's not a better player overall Man but we I'm can't play he's the in, fence In this series
2: We struggling the fence I'm,
1: I'm going to hey, say I where think- I am He's going to outplay Lillard in this series I won't go as far as saying he's a better player because he's going to have to do it for a longer period of time. And I don't I don't think with the body of work Lillard has put together uh, in his career that Murray can reach that status. But I do think that uh, he's a big-time player and a big-time performer, and I expect for him to continue to play this way throughout the playoffs.
0: Definitely, definitely. They're going to have to leave it right there on net. But that series is definitely something to watch. Classic matchup today. And not to forget the quadruple overtime game with Jokic. I think he played 65 minutes in the game. He didn't sit once. That uh, was pretty crazy,
2: huh? Yeah. Fuck Jokic. He ain't the only one who played a lot of minutes. Like, <laughs> so what?
0: Man, you got to get that like 65 straight minutes. Man. <laughs>
2: man, that man, he come about some damn Jokic. That man was throwing passes all over the damn court out of bounds the whole damn overtime. He blew that shit, honestly. Oh, that man, that man, why that man kept throwing the ball across the court out of bounds, man? What the world do? Cause he he tired. That's why he he's
1: seven foot. Everybody and he's play right. hell, man. Man, Mike Mike got to find some rest for him, man. They're gonna have to go find some some better backups. I mean, you got Mason Plumley, but that's about it as far as guys in the paint.
0: Nobody
2: should play. Oh, yeah, that guys. that 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 ain't much. Just
1: man, you know, nobody nobody ain't
2: much, man. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I won't disagree with you on that. Uh, yeah, no. But you could, great. you could. I know we got to move though, but you could yeah. go smaller and put Millsap and Turner off. You really could. Yeah, I and
0: mean, then you think, really, think about. it. Think he, about was in a, he was killing in was killing Yeah, and think about this: who are you matching up with? Uh, cancer with a separated shoulder. You well, know, so he's he not even a hundred percent.
1: Yeah. I was gonna say, even in this game, uh, Millsap actually played more minutes than Jokic. He played forty-one minutes. It was, had twenty-one and ten, two blocks. Uh but he was solid. Seven eight from the free throw line. That's probably mm-hmm. the reason why uh Denver won that game twenty five to twenty eight from the free throw line. Uh those three free throws missed by Lillard proved to kinda of haunt them down the stretch. But it's it's
0: two two. And
1: I and I guess it's time to, to look over at the other big game of the day, which was uh Toronto and Philly. Got Toronto
0: to- and Philly. With Toronto getting the win one o one to ninety six that series. Is now tied two games apiece. Kawhi Leonard's just putting up monster numbers in this series: thirty-nine points, fourteen rebounds. In this game, Marc Gasol actually got into double digits in this game, which is a step in the right direction um, as well. Jerry Butler continues to put up big numbers for the Seventy Sixers, uh, kind of trying to pick up the slack for Joel Embiid, who's been hurt. You know, uh, not a hundred percent, but. Still not able to come out on top there. How are y'all feeling about Toronto and Philadelphia series? Uh, I think whoever wants to get it,
1: Evan, you want to take it,
2: man? I don't know, man, because it's really to me. You're talking about Kawhi, and you're talking about uh, Joel and and when you're talking about Jimmy Butler, you. You're really talking about some heavy hitters, right? Mm-hmm. But I think Kawhi t- today, he showed the difference between an all-star and a superstar.
0: Yeah.
2: I I really do. And I've always said he's a top five player in the NBA, period. Him, Giannis, you throw him up there, okay? Uh, he's the type of guy that you build franchises around. And he's still relatively young. And he doesn't give a lot of get a lot of props because his demeanor is kinda weird. You know, mm-hmm. it's not a bad weird. He just he's kind of a loner. But um, yeah. the series is 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 amazing. Uh we're tired of two two now if I'm not mistaken. I mean yeah. I think it's gonna go seven games. Uh I'm gonna stick with Philly just because I said it since the Jimmy Buller trade that they'll get to the NBA finals. Uh I don't think them losing to Toronto and being tired of two two is a reason to not feel that way still. Uh, but you got to get more out of Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, and Tobias Harris. You have to. Those three guys need to be knocking on twenty points a night for the next three games. If they get to seven games, if they don't, they will not make it to the Eastern Conference Finals because they have nobody on their team who can check Kawhi. Nobody. Yep. Period. He's gonna get his. He's woke up now. He'll, he uh, he smelled blood. So those others with Joel Embiid and Jimmy Buller, they're going to have to step up and put up big numbers. Tobias Harris, Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, and Jimmy Buller, they're going to have to average 20 apiece to get two more wins against, against Toronto.
0: You know, it's interesting, before, I know Justin's got thoughts on this, but it's interesting just looking at these teams. Both teams almost have a similar scenario of their supporting cast, you know, and wondering, are they going to show up? You know, because Kawhi, you know, even though after the last game, I think Kyle Lowry uh, spoke up and said, I got to do more. We all have to do more because he's out there killing it, and we need to step it up. You know, fans are getting upset at Mark Gasol up there for not for passing up open shots. Um, you know, uh, Kyle Lowry for being playoff Kyle Lowry. You know, it just seems like that's who he is. You know, different guys like that. Van Vliet who was good in the in, you know the regular season, but he's not even playing because he's ineffective. Uh so I don't know. It's, it's gonna be interesting. Um both teams seem to have a supporting cast problem uh there. But Justice, what your you think?
1: Well, I think for uh, Toronto, they have just really been relying on, on Kawhi Lennox and, mm-hmm. and mostly Pascal Fiakum in the playoffs. Now Fiakum of course, uh I think he actually hurt his hurt his uh had a Side contusion or something like that when he uh, trips Ben Simmons, ironically. And So uh, mm-hmm. this is probably one of his first games of the playoffs where he scores less than double digits. But Kawhi Leonard is just so efficient. You know, he goes out, shoots 20 shots, and makes 13. You know, he's shooting almost 60% from the field during the playoffs. And this is a guy who's averaging over 34 points a game in the playoffs, 39 points, 14 rebounds, 5 assists. He just imposes his will. He gets wherever he wants to on the court, 5 or 7 from 3 he gets 11 rebounds, uh, 11 defensive rebounds, 14 overall. The guy is just flat out a superstar. And so uh, right now, if if you say Kawhi Leonard, Greek Freak, and KD, I think I'm going to take Greek Freak and, and Kawhi over KD, partially because of the fact those guys play both ends of the floor consistently throughout the season. Now, KD, I think, is the best offensive guy out of those all, but as far as the intangibles, the toughness, uh, everything that they bring to the table, I really like uh, Kawhi Leonard in in that role as well as uh, the Greek Freak. And man, uh, certainly they need to get more from Marc You know, he, he was seven to 13 tonight. Philly, for them, uh, I can't put a finger on it. Tobias Harris goes seven to 23. You're not gonna win if he shoots 23 shots and can only make seven. Same thing. Joel Embiid plays nearly 36 minutes, he only shoots the ball seven times. And this was after a, a game of uh, three in which he absolutely destroyed Marcus mm-hmm. So uh, I wonder if it's the injuries with him, if he's playing too many minutes. You know, he's got a, he's almost like a giant, and then he's carrying all that weight. Can, can he sustain? And then Ben Simmons, your point guard, you know, 10 points, five rebounds, four assists, he's got to give you more. So uh, okay. Philly, I mean, they're in a good position right now, but obviously they're going to have to win another game in Toronto if yeah. they want to win, win this series.
0: But let, let me tell you all this, and I know this is probably going to go to Evan's point, he's made during the year. But I still look at Philly and I see culture because they have talent, you know, and I know, you know, we talk about supporting cast inconsistencies, but I feel like with the 76ers, their problem is because they're not being used right in the right situations. You know, you got Jimmy Butler having to go out there and try to try to do it on his own, but, you know, you talk about Justice, what you said about Embiid, only having seven shots in 35 minutes. He's having these injury problems that I read that he didn't even sleep at all. I had to have an IV leading into the game, all that stuff. Still playing 35 minutes. When well, you have Greg Monroe, you have Boban, you know, playing zero minutes, Greg Monroe 11 minutes. I'm not saying they're all-stars, but they can at least give you something decent minutes out there. They can be big. They can rebound, give your star a blow so he can be more effective in the minutes that he plays. Um, You know, you you just look at these guys. I just feel like they're still being mismanaged, but they're kind of succeeding despite the coaching. Do you think that's still a problem, Evan, with what's going on here?
2: Yeah, they're winning because Evan Brand made good deals. That's why. Um, Um, Brett Brown, y'all know my issue with him. Yeah, uh, I've, I, there's no need to beat a dead horse, and I'm not here to down the guy. Uh, but we come on here to get uh give honest commentary, and he's been a problem uh, for a while. The only reason why he kept his job because he was probably the only coach willing to stay and deal with the process. <laughs> Excuse yes. me. Uh, what it reminds me of, and what uh, Philly is going to have to do, uh, if you guys remember, uh, Mark Jackson was a good coach for Golden State. He was mm-hmm. a good young player developer. Okay. But his offense wasn't as poo. And I like Mar Jackson. Okay? I think he needs another shot. Mm-hmm. But you, you have to be crazy if you think that they didn't make the right move with Steve Kerr. And if we're taking out race, if we're taking out likes, I think he got railroaded a lot. But the results show that the Golden State management. They made the right decision, and I don't think – if you look at the results, period, I think you have to say they made the right decision. I think the 76ers are going to, have to make a similar decision with Brett Brown. He's done the most he could while these players were young. He kind of kept them at bay. He got them a little better. But mm-hmm. if you want to win an NBA title, he ain't the guy you're going to win it with. Uh, I think if they are losing in the second round, it's probably time to make a change.
0: Yeah, that's an interesting point because it's funny. You see a lot of teams go through that maturation process where they grow, you know, with, with a certain coach. They get better, then they have to move on. You know, the fan base doesn't feel feel some type of way about it, you know, and I know I did with the Mark Jackson thing, but I can't say Steve Kerr hasn't done a great job. You know, not, I know it's hard to to not do a great job with that talent, but you still have to manage them to put them in the right position, just like we talk about with Philadelphia and what they're not doing. So I bet that's a good point. Any last thing, Justice, before we move on to this next one?
1: No, I think Evan pretty much thumbed it up, man. I'm ready to move yeah. on to the, to the next series. Uh, Brett mm-hmm. Brown, I'm kind of indifferent when it comes to comes to him because I still think the NBA is about players, but at the same time, when you got a roster with this type of talent, he, the one challenge I look at Philly's roster is, look at your bench, James Ennis. It probably shouldn't be in a playoff rotation, Greg Monroe. I mean, he's been done. He's been barbecued chicken for a few years. Mike Scott, I mean, those three guys are for 11 points. Outside of that, they really just don't have much of a bench, even though when you look at Toronto, Ibaka's the only guy really giving them production the off the bench because you're not getting anything from Van Fleet, McCaw, or Norman Powell. So I, I look at both teams, and they're heavily reliant on the starter. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what, what happens if they do uh match up against the Milwaukee Bucks or Boston Celtics who each have teams with deep benches, especially Milwaukee. Yeah,
0: definitely, definitely, definitely man. man. We're gonna get, get to Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Can yeah. I say something real quick? Uh, yeah, go ahead, go
2: ahead. NBA is a player <laughs> excuse me, the NBA is a players league.
0: Mm-hmm. But
2: uh, when it comes to coaching you have to look no further than three years mm-hmm. justice out there in Cali at LA. Uh, Doc Rivers coaching made a hell of a difference uh with that yes. with that franchise this year. Um, I think coaching, it still has something to say in the NBA, man, Uh, especially when you have a a coach who knows what the hell he's doing, and and Brett Brown has failed to prove that yet. Uh, So I I, I just don't think he's a good coach, man.
0: And I'm going to tell you, I ain't going to lie, I didn't have that high of opinion of Doc Rivers until this year, for me to be honest, which I thought he was okay as a coach, but man, I don't know if it's just right place, right time, right roster, but that's, you know, There's no question to me he should have been coach of the year um, with what they had going on uh, with the Clippers. You know?
1: Well, a couple of things happened with the Clippers. Number one, they took away the GM duties from Doc and allowed him to focus on what he does best, and that's coaching. And so they've made some great moves. Number one, drafting uh, Shane Gillis-Alexander, getting a six guard out of Kentucky, who I think can be one of your leaders for the next five, six years. Uh, bringing Lou Williams off the bench, who's been the best big six man in the league uh, for a while, other than uh, Jamal Crawford, and then mm-hmm. having journeymen like Pat Beverly, like uh, Montre and Peril, who are just tough guys on on both ends, uh, that roster makeup is solid, and they got the cap space to go out and get a superstar. And so they could end up with a KD or with a Kawhi Leonard, and, and I can't imagine them getting a guy like Kawhi with that team. Oh, you talk about Clamp City. If they were oh. able to land Kawhi, uh, they're a team that could be knocking on the door for the Western Conference final next season. So, big ups to, to Jerry West and also uh, Doc, as, as Evan alluded to. Doc coaches ass off this year, and uh, the Clippers, uh, all of a sudden, they look like they may be the franchise in LA that's that headed in the right direction. While the Lakers struggle to find their place.
0: Yeah, we don't know which, which, uh, who's running the team. You know, we got you know, what, Rambus' wife or Jeannie Buss, I don't know what's going on there. Um, But all that being said, let's talk about some teams that are in the playoffs, and that's Houston and Golden State. A matchup uh, a lot of people are looking forward to. Some people feel like this is basically the Western Conference Finals. I think we talked about that before, early on. Um, But Houston finally gets a win in game three, 126-121. James Harden hits a big shot late. To close the deal, uh, still facing some, uh, adversity after getting raked in the eye again. It looks like Draymond was chasing his eye in on that play. And, uh, but it didn't matter. You know, Hart came back in there and did what he does. Kevin Durant still putting up gigantic numbers, 46 points. But as you people seem to forget, as everybody wants to crown him the best in the world, they lost the game. They, yes, they still did lose the game while people crowned Durant the best in the world after a loss of 46 points. Uh there's a lot of players I can I can name that did that. But anyway, that's just my opinion. Hopefully um we'll see what happens tomorrow with the uh, Rockets and Golden State. But um what do you all think about this series so far?
1: I think it's been a great series. Uh got star power, James Harden, Eric Gordon has been a guy that's really stepped it up big time for Houston uh, along with CP3, who I think if he's healthy last year, we're not talking about the Golden Warriors. Golden State Warriors being back-to-back champs. So, uh, big-time production out of those guys. Uh, Harden, while there's sometimes in the games where I don't like his style because he's just dribbling, 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 he's, he's one of the hardest guys to guard in the NBA one-on-one. And with him on the floor with Chris Paul and Eric Gordon, it gives you a chance to win every night. But I can't help but think that the Warriors somewhat laid down in that fourth quarter. You see Seth Curry missing layup, getting hung on, on dunks. Uh he misses a dunk and then they don't foul. They just kinda let let it play out. So I, I don't know, but it seems like when you smack them in the mouth, and sometimes, you know, they'll bounce back in a in a later game, but uh in other times they'll kinda lay down. And I think they lay down in that game against uh Houston and that's another series where they're going into game four and this easily could be two-one rockets as opposed to uh, them trailing right now two-one.
0: Yep, Evan, what you got? Uh,
2: man, I just don't like Golden State, man. All right. <laughs> man, they punks, man. I, I really feel that way, bro. Um, I just, I just hope Houston just run off three games in the wrong way series, man. Even though it's probably a people have probably have a better chance of getting ice cold water for the, their duration. But I, I I just don't like going to state, period. I just I just think they're punks, man. I I just think that they just feel like they just got to add more, add more, add more. They don't believe in working hard to fight for nothing. And I just can't get down with no cats like that, man. Uh, Houston could beat them, though. I had Houston pick to beat them. I'm going to stick with that just because I can't change it. So, <laughs> I, I don't like Golden State. That's all I can really tell y'all. I, yeah. I really don't even like watching them. The only reason why I'm watching the series is because Houston and I got them picked to win. Outside of that, man, I hope Golden State lose every game. They tilt the ball off. I'm done with it. I don't
0: like them, period. Well, I mean, I think it's just the way they present themselves, man. It's, they it, it's like them. yeah, It's like they're entitled to everything, man. You know what I mean? Just because of who they are and, and the circumstances or whatever the case is, the whining to the refs, even though Houston has a little bit of that, too. Don't get me wrong. Whatever you got, Chris Paul and James Harden, you got plenty of that, but not as much as you got with these Warriors. I mean, it's just uh, – so I, I, I can't help but agree with with Evan as far as me uh, rooting for the Rockets. And I'm going to stick with my prediction. I was kind of wavering a little bit, I believe, on the last podcast. But I'm sticking with my Houston-Boston pick for the NBA Finals. And I'm feeling a little bit more confident looking at the the rest of the Eastern Conference and the lack of depth uh, going on here. But uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this series continues to develop, that game four tomorrow, Monday night. Now, uh, Jeff, you got anything on that before we get to this last series?
1: Well, game four, Houston is definitely capable of beating them. Uh, I, I expect them to come out and play well. Once again, Eric Gordon, for me, is the key to the series. If Chris Paul and Harden continue to feed him and he can go out and get 30, uh, that gives them a better shot of, of beating Golden State. They're going to need it. Uh, but certainly you need Harden, CP3, and Eric Gordon playing all well at a high level. And then if you can get something out of Uh He was a no-show in those first two games, came back 13 and 11. Uh, and also Amon Shumpert, who gave In 18 minutes at 10 points off the bench. Austin Rivers, Mm -hmm. even though the numbers don't look great. uh, He went three of six from the field, knocked down two three-pointers. They need all hands on deck. Houston was 18 of 42 from the three in that game. Uh, They're going to need everything in order to beat the Golden State Warriors and and make this 2-2. But certainly I'm along with Evan. I'm not a big Golden State fan. Uh, I think they've had some lucky breaks like Kyrie Irvin being hurt uh, along the way and some other injuries that they faced in the early – championship run. But this is gonna be an interesting series moving forward and uh if the Rockets can win games before, it's gonna make it a very interesting series. We got a couple of big games coming up tomorrow night.
0: Definitely, definitely looking forward to that. Big time stuff and the last series we get to because I want to get this recruiting talk in as well. Here on the uh the second half here uh of the show, Milwaukee Boston. How we feeling? Uh, it is two one in that series as well. Game four coming up Monday night. Uh, Greek Freak against Kyrie. Evan, how you feeling about that series?
2: I got Boston winning this series. Um, I think I think Boston out the bottom, got the most talent. Yeah, but that damn Greek Freak man.
0: Oh man! <laughs> so I'm gonna tell you, I don't know what Jalen Brown keeps dunking on. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> people get <that's> the best
2: of games. <laughs> you know, guys are going to get dunked all, especially in the league, man. He's playing against the best athletes, but he do keep yeah. catching them.
0: But, yeah, I, mean, like, mm-hmm.
2: I mean, I just think that – I don't you know, see how people continue to say, KD is the best player in the NBA and you got Kawhi and, and Greek League just doing what they do. And, you know, right. That that right there is another reason why I don't want that. But I think Boston top to bottom has the most talent. Uh, unlike Philly, I think Boston do have a great coach in Brad Stevens
0: mm-hmm.
2: This year, if Philly, if, uh, not Philly, if Boston wants to rent a ring, this is going to be the year. Because I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. Next year, is going to be the second coming of the super team. You're going to have guys going out to L.A. with LeBron. you got to think with all the money, the cripples are going to get somebody. People are already all but putting KD in New York before the season starts uh, mm-hmm. for next year. So I feel like if Boston, who's going to be one of the teams who just keep standing at that because they have so much talent and young talent anyway, and some of those guys are still on wicked contract, I feel like if Boston is going to win an NBA title within the next two or three years, this year is the perfect year for them to do it. I got Boston coming out of this series. It's a hell of a series. But I got Boston coming out the series simply because I think Brad Stevens is a hell of a coach, and I think top to bottom they have the most talent. Okay,
0: okay, Justice
1: to But so when you look at uh, both of these teams, certainly uh, talented rosters up and down. Something that jumps out at me is, is the play of Bledsoe and Rozier. Terry uh, Rozier in Game Two, which was actually also a loss for them, nine points, eight rebounds two assists, but then he comes back in, in game three and he scores a donut. I can't remember the last time Terry Rogier played in a series or played in a playoff game and didn't score. So something jumps out about that for me, even though Boston ended up with six guys in double figures. They need Rogier to play. And then when you look at the Milwaukee bench, and I'm not even talking about the Greek freak or Chris Middleton, uh, but when you look at the bench, George Hill and Pat Connaughton. Combined for thirty five points. That's the reason why Milwaukee was able to win that game. Will that happen again? I don't know. Uh Nikola uh Miritich, which is, is there's so many Nicolas out there now, uh, you know, for thirteen <laughs> points. Chris Middleton knocked down twenty. Uh, and, and he just got a smooth game. I really like Chris Middleton. Milwaukee's got a lot of shooters out there. And so, uh, even their big men, Brooke Lopez, Ilya Sova. Uh, those guys are all capable of of shooting threes, and they knocked down 15 to 37, good for 40%. Boston's got a a battle on their hands. Um, Certainly Milwaukee has come back and seized the the series with games two and three. If they can win game four, I think it really puts uh, the Celtics behind the eight ball. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, the Greek freak. He's just shown that you really can't guard him. It looks like in game one the Celtics had him figured out, but in games two and three he's just blown by. The double team, he spun off of him. He's taking the hoop and the horn. Uh, he's taking Marcus Morris through the rim several times, uh, just finishing right over the top of him. And uh, I, I like the I like the Bucks right now. I think I think they got a uh, they seize control of this series. And and if they can win Game Four, I think they're going to put Boston away, and that's going to put Kyrie in jeopardy. Where it's likely you won't see him return to Boston. If they don't make it out to the Western Conference Finals.
0: So, quick question I'll ask. Uh, Last thing on the NBA here, Kyrie, let's say they win that title, right? Maybe long shot, whatever. Let's say they win that title this year with Boston. Does he stick around or does he still leave like it seems like he wants to? Well, since I just mentioned it, I'll say this. If they win the title, certainly I think Kyrie
1: stays because he's got a team where he can be the leader of the championship team. But if they don't, I I think he's out of there, whether that's New York or, or whether he ends up in L.A., Uh, Maybe with the Clippers. I don't think he's going to the Lakers, but I I look at New York and and the Clippers as being two franchises I see that are going to get superstars this offseason. So uh, a lot is riding on the
2: series. Evan? So hold on. I'm sorry. I I think I'll zone down there. What was the question? I apologize about that.
0: No, you good? Uh, I was asking about Kyrie. Let's say they win the title. Boston does. Does he stay? Do you think he still stays in Boston?
2: I mean, we've seen him lead championship teams before, so.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I I think if he get two, uh, we all know Kyrie wants to uh, be the man. I think that'll just give him even more leverage to leave. It might
0: sound crazy, mm-hmm. but I honestly think that'll give him more leverage to leave. I get that. I get that because I think he just wants to keep proving himself. You know, it'll be interesting to see. I know him
2: he is welcome to come to the Grizzlies. You know, if he just wants to prove that he can just operate in a really dysfunctional franchise, we will take him in Memphis. And that's really showing that you're the best in the NBA.
0: Absolutely. Kyrie, if you're listening, I know he's an avid listener. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if, if you're listening right now, you ain't got nothing else to do. Come on down to Memphis. You know, we got Beale Street, we got barbecue, you know what I'm saying? We got all this other stuff, you
2: know. And from what I was hearing, Beale Street was kind of lit today, so. Yeah. yeah
0: he should have been here.
1: Well, you know, Cardi B's in town. she she got it.
0: They said she got it like uh, Hollywood down there. Facts. All that, man. So, Kyrie, just think, keep all that in, in consideration, you know what I'm saying? That's it, that's it, man. And I think that's a perfect, perfect note. Uh, to end this edition, man, of the Deliberation Sports Podcast. Uh, a lot of stuff we got into on today, man. It's great, great information. I don't think you'll get any better conversation about this stuff anywhere on the radio or on any podcast, man. So we definitely appreciate y'all for checking us out. Uh, Justice, one more time, let the people know how they can follow all things Deliberation.
1: Follow us on Twitter, Deliberation SP1. Certainly we got the Facebook group. Uh, deliberation sports community. You can also follow us on Instagram and to subscribe. And to subscribe if you want to hear the latest. Uh, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Anchor Podcast, and of course, Spotify. Just look for deliberation sports
0: podcast and you'll hear us go edit on the show. That's it, man. That's what we do and uh, so we appreciate y'all for listening man and another great addition and be sure y'all check us next time on the Deliberation Sports Podcast and we're out
1: We'll be right back. Stay tuned for a short commercial break before the next segment of the Deliberation Sports Podcast.